had to get a second rip in. Because the first one wasn't recording on the video. What the fuck is happening, fam? <coughs> Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. America's premier can of podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, the Sultan of Sativa, the Ayatollah of Indica, the President of the United Bakes of America, Donald Blunt, uh, <coughs> Barack Oganja, <coughs> also known as George Cush, also known as Abraham Lincoln. It is uh, President season. Happy Super Tuesday. Um, <coughs> we're going to keep it short and sweet on the topic of politics. I'm not that guy. I don't give a fuck. <coughs> I'm not one that wants to be a part of this song and dance. I'm not, I refuse. I'm exercising my right to not vote. You know, I think about uh, every other corporation. I've never voted for the president of Walmart. You think it fucking matters? We vote for the, corp- the president of the corporation that is the United States? I didn't fucking think so. <coughs> Although, if I did vote, I would say I would vote for Bernie, just because, why the fuck not? Although, uh, people really seem to like Joe Biden. I guess <coughs> they want more creepy long huggers in office. Like, dude, he's a fucking weirdo. And I'm sorry. To any Joe Biden lovers out there, I just don't understand you. Um, Smoking five papers for the paper with uh, a fucking raw crutch, the pre-made jam. Pre-made. I know, it's sacrilegious. It's like fucking smoking. It's like wearing Adidas pants with a pair of Nikes. I guess it would be acceptable if you wore a Nike Air Yeezy with some Adidas pants. Only based on his uh, in current endorsement deal. Inside the paper, before it went in the paper, I grinded it up using my Happy Monkey grinder. Mine is an OG. As you can see, the monkey, he is getting ripped, smoking a big fat jerk. All the new ones, all the new merch does not have that. This is my daily driver, though. She fucking goes with me wherever I go. We all know I caveman blunts, grind up the jerk. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, and on the topic of Happy Monkey, they're also holding down my ashtray game. OG ashtray. Notice the jerk. It's a little dirty. Um, I just got back from New York uh, last week. Recorded an episode of the Happy Monkey podcast. Uh, super, super stoked to be able to invited up there to go hang out with the squad. Um, oh, fuck, it was a it was a blast. Uh, the end of this episode is actually going to have an interview I did prior. Um, so we're going to have a uh, do things how we normally do, uh, keep it funky, keep it fresh, um, and then we're gonna I'm gonna add in uh, the interview clip with me and Sean Scott. Um, for those who do not know, Sean Scott uh, is a fire photographer. Um, he's a guy with 90 days clean from alcohol, uh, and he uses cannabis. He pretty much says, fuck him. I'm going to use cannabis because it helps. 
Um, it's a cool little interview. Uh, I was stoked. The ambiance was wonderful. I mean, we literally were recording on the rooftop look, overlooking the Hudson. We used to swim in the Hudson for fun. Shout out to the East Coast Affiliates for the t-shirt. Um, Happy Monkey. Yes. They uh, linked me up at their new spot where we recorded the podcast episode. <coughs> Ramon, Vlad, and myself. Um, Quiet Man Ralph. And of course, the legend was filming. Uh, shout out to Dave from Canagather, Baltimore for setting that up and uh, hooking me up with his fam. For those who followed me for a while, you guys know uh, the Monkey was one of my favorite spots to go to. Uh, not only just in New York City, just in the fucking world. I've never been to a place outside of my own place that was as cool as that one. Uh, shout out to those guys because they've seriously been building a global brand. Right? It's not the Monkey ain't just a New York thing. It's global. Worldwide, baby. So, you already know, we had to, uh, we recorded an episode together. They're actually coming down for the uh, Baltimore Cannabis Science uh, uh, Convention Conference. The Cannabis Science Conference, they'll be down first week of April. You better believe we're going to be uh, putting together a Happy Monkey Let's Talk About It episode. And so I think we're going to just drop them both at the same time, just like we did with... uh, Friend of the Let's Talk About It podcast, Jill Franquelli, uh, host of uh, Conversations with Mary Jane and Mary Jane Mag. Which, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm shameless self-plugging. Go check it out. Um, check out hers on mine, and then go subscribe to her podcast, and check out the Lord Baltimore episode. Um, it's definitely was a bit controversial. It had some people riled up. But overall, it got some good feedback from what I've heard. JSMRS11 is what's rolled up in uh, the raw paper. It's what we grinded up in the Happy Monkey Grinder, the Rainbow Sherb 11. Um, grown by DP Stokeland Farms. Uh, gifted by the homies at Doja. Thank you, Doja. Big thank you. Doja Gang, they help patients for real. Um, as you can tell, this shit is burning clean, way clean. We got the hemp vibe paper, burning super smooth. I mean, you can see that burn line is straight. Well, those of you listening can't see it. But you should be able to hear it. Hold on. Would you guys listen to a weed ASMR video from me? Where I will be smoking weed and maybe motivating people. Maybe I'll do a motivational ASMR video. One where I'm telling people not to be a little... Not to be a little bitch. Stop being a little bitch. Feelings are not facts. Would you guys like shit like that? Or would it be super demotivating? I don't know. Um, <laughs> just spitballing off the top of my head here. So, let's see. We've already gone through Happy Monkey, New York City. New York City! 
Um, let me see. Do I? Oh, man, I did. Okay, here's my... Sorry, I have a little list of topics, things that I'd like to discuss, things that some of, uh, some of you would like to discuss. And so I know I, um, I usually uh, take whatever topics I feel like talking about and then uh, throw in whatever stuff you guys want to talk about as well. Um, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. We'll uh, kind of get to a little section where we'll be reading off some of these questions. And I'll tell you what, man. Some of these topics I get day in and day fucking out. I'm gonna already. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chop it up real quick and just. We're just gonna fucking. You know, blow through that part. Shit like sixty-five dollar eighths. Yeah, they're fucking whack. Nobody likes them. Be grateful. That, and I don't often say this that we should be grateful for whatever little shit they kick down to us. But be grateful they're not goddamn seventy-five or eighty-five dollars a goddamn eighth. I mean, for real, that motherfucking excise tax is a bitch. Ask all the people in fucking Cali, right? Uh, somebody asked me in the in the topics questions box. They said rating growers from dank to huff. It was worded exactly that way: rating growers from dank to huff. And now, I mean, are we talking about all growers? I don't know all growers. How can I rate all growers from dank to huff? I could rate the ones I know. Uh, were you asking me about the Maryland medical market and ranking their growers? For the hundredth time, uh, because if that was the case, it's Colta is my number one. Uh, fucking, you know, Evermore uh, is my number one for concentrates. Um, you know, I've had some Grow West that was dope. It's just so inconsistent, man. But I mean, I don't fuck with Curio. I've had some okay weed from them, but I don't like their brand and I don't like their company and I don't like their core values. That's my shit. Uh, that's my personal choice. Um, you know, if you want to support racists, go ahead. <laughs> um, I kid, I kid. Or do I? Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, if you want me to rank them, Colta's number one. Um, they don't pay me to say that. That's just what I like to smoke. It usually has the most bag appeal, some of the best smell. Unless it's uh, cured shittily. Like, it was too too fresh. Could have been cured a little longer. Um, you know, I like the 1937 flower. I've had uh, the Bruce Banner. It was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, I wasn't super impressed with the way the Gorilla Girl looked or smelled, but it could have just been, you know, the bat. it had been sitting for a little while. Um... Let's see. Oh, Crunchy Verano Eights. This is probably the 10th time. I feel like every single week when I post up a questions box that says, let's talk about a topics, somebody says Crunchy Verano Eights. Yes, Verano Eights are crunchy. Let's move past it, please. Let's please move past it. Um, so I, I, I think about some of these other... Other fucking questions I got. I got a couple of good ones. Um, one. This one was from the Dab Master DeKey. Why aren't there decent edibles in Maryland? Well, well, motherfucker. Maryland doesn't have a fully unveiled edible uh, 
I'm drawing a blank at the fucking word. Brain fart. They don't have a fucking... Their, their edible program is non-existent at this point. It's, you know, most companies are... I mean, they're putting that shit together, right? They're trying to figure out how the fuck they want to do it. And uh, it's like a, all the the... All the companies are already, like, skirting lines. They choose... I mean, we've had ingestibles, consumables. We've had chews, medicated chews. Uh, Betty's Eddie's. I mean, they say Eddie's in the fucking name. And they're Betty's Eddie's. There's an apostrophe S, Eddie's. What is an Eddie? Other than, I guess, a uh, slang term for a fucking edible. And it's cool that they're there. I mean, look... I like the Evermore Discos. It had Fico in the uh, the raspberry, and I got to uh, try some of the pink lemonade ones. Shout out to Evermore. Um, thank you for those. Those I am eternally grateful. I love Fico and uh, <laughs> RSO. It's so close to uh, uh, fe fecal matter. I'm a goddamn child, even at 31. Um... But yes, <clears throat> Maryland's Edibles. Uh, it pissed me off that I never got to try the Evermore Discos, the chocolate discos, before they got pulled from the shelf. Now, I had originally heard it was the owner of Curio that had was complaining to the MMCC, which is definitely some, you know, whiny-ass shit that these fucking companies do. But then I heard from somebody else, fairly close to the situation, say that it was... Uh, the CEO of Grassroots here in Maryland, Andy Cohen, uh, and that pretty much short of having tape proof of him sauntering about, bragging about it, uh, you know, that's where they were at. So, regardless, I mean, between everything that I, these companies do to each other, that one was whack. And for the main reason, now, I got in an argument with somebody, they were talking about the chocolates being an issue... Uh, with dosage, uh, that other states are seeing that the testing for dosages in chocolates, THC-infused chocolates, are not reliable. Um, and it was, like, absurd. Like, you could get some fucking... Your nana taking a fucking couple, couple chocolates, thinking they're 10-milligram chocolates, but all the THC could be in that end of the chocolate bar. So really, in those two pieces, she's getting like 80 milligrams, thinking she's only getting 10. Right? And I get it. We don't want Grandma getting too loaded off some... Uh, we don't want Grandma taking a nap before it's nap time. But then, as, uh, you know, I kind of... I had a... I had a, a discussion in elevated tones... Her and I like to argue with each other a bit, or... I mean, she's a lawyer, and I should have been a lawyer, but I'm too fucking lazy for school. Um, so we were having an, a discussion in elevated tones, cutting each other off, uh, as we normally do, and she had to go, uh, which means that that was a motion for continuance, and I had to rest my case for the day. But I did some more research through some more evidence in the discovery, and what I was seeing was that the issue was not enough sample was being given for the testing, so they needed, basically they just needed a bigger sample. Somebody needed to be able to lick the tube after it was done. And um, I really honestly have not done much more digging since then. 
yourself. You guys are going to have to do some of your own research. Please, please, please. I, uh, I love when you guys do your own research and I don't have to do it for you. I greatly, greatly appreciate you guys doing it. And then sending it to me. So then that's less stuff I need to do. <coughs> Moving on. Edibles. They just are not here yet, but they will be. But if you want some ingestibles or some chews or some eddies or fucking whatever else any of these companies want to call them, uh, you can do that. You just can't get the chocolate ones uh, because somebody ruined a good time. Somebody ratted them out to the teacher. It's like... It's like going uh, to class and the teacher's like, you know, forgets to collect the homework, right? And then right as the bell's ringing, that dorky kid is like, Hey, uh, Miss Stevens, you forgot to collect the homework, right? So instead of everyone else getting an extra day to do the homework or maybe two days based on the A-day, B-day schedule that most schools follow these days, uh... Little fucking Billy had to snitch because he did his homework like he was supposed to. But he didn't give a fuck about anybody else. And and whether or not, you know, we left our books in our locker or something. But yes, so. Um, my man Big Zaps, 145, moving on. At Big Zaps. Yo, Big Zaps... He is a young Baltimore cat, and his name, his actual name escapes me right now. Uh, but his, like I said, his handle is BigZaps145. He's a young dude from here in Baltimore, and he is fucking killing it. He has gone to school for music production. He works engineering for the city. He does all sorts of cool stuff. He makes his own beats and raps over them. He holds his homies down, puts together some dope collabs. He asked me, right? I've gotten to see him out there for the culture sleeping out at the uh, Cookies release a couple different times, both times. Uh, he was getting it, man. And uh, he asked. He said, uh, it wasn't really a question, he just said Maryland cultivators getting getting genetics out west uh, and uh, looking at comparing quality. Yeah, I mean, where do you think people are getting genetics from? I mean, look at the genetics that Maryland has. Where are those coming from? You know, I mean, Evermore, like, they get stuff that's all, like, their inventory is littered with Cali. Littered with Northern Cali specifically. Will, the head processor, loves to tell you about all his time in Humboldt and all the fucking cool connections he's got uh, and has developed over the years from his time in the military. Thank you for your service, bro. And... So, Evermore has definitely taken advantage of that, right? For those that don't know, which is probably a lot of people, um, oh my god, what the fuck is that company's name? They got the papaya, um, it's fucking fire, the dude's mom passed away, god damn it, I'm a fucking idiot, uh, but his mom loved the papaya strandivar, um, they've got... Fucking Turp Authority used to always have their shit. Straight Organics. That's fucking what it was. Straight Organics. So, um, they got some... I know Evermore's, you know, Fino hunting some Straight Organics stuff. They got some Turp Hogs, Third Gens, Skittles, Z-Team, the Grapefruits. Um, if you didn't already know. Um, 
some or the blue cookies is some organ cut. Um, like there's there's a lot. I mean, where do you think Gelato Thirty Three came from? Verona. Most of these companies are MSOs from the West Coast, so of course they have genetics from out there. You don't see them running that I nine five. You don't see them fucking running that East Coast diesel. Well, you see Evermore doing it, but um, you don't see a lot of these East Coast strand of ours. Right? They say the fucking chem dog is from out here. They say OG. That Crippy is a Florida strand of our. Come on, man. Come on. So, yeah, I mean, that's just what they do. They go out west. They get their shit from out west. Most of them use some sort of consulting company. Most of them have somebody plugged in, right? Like, uh, I'm sure Mackie had some in to archive, Right, look at um, like, look at look at everyone. Rhythm, so GTI man, they they're all over the country. Like these companies are not Maryland based companies, and the the ones that are, I mean, they got they learned what was popular. Look at Curio, right? Purple Punch, Wedding Cake, uh, things that are are essentially like just some bread and butter. Regular old shit. Purple punch. Purple punch. Purple punch. Um, moving on. Although I do like that Goji OG. I'm pretty sure that's a Bodhi cut. Bodhi genetics. Um, let me see. I didn't... I didn't write down... Who asked me? But somebody asked me, what other brands? Oh, motherfucking Spicy. Spice is always nice. If you guys heard the story about how he got the nickname Spicy, woo! But he tell, there's two different versions, and he tells one, and you just know there's another version. But anyway, he asked, what other exclusive, exotic, high-end, whatever fucking fancy term you want to use for these fucking, uh, the big-name MSOs or, like, big-name Cali companies, right? Like, obviously, Maryland, uh, Colta has a, a collabo with Cookies. Cookies. Big Burn, Uncle Burn. Cookies. Um, you know, other things that I think of when we talk about the designer, Right? The designer, Sherbinsky. Shavinsky. Um, I think of Jungle Boys, Connected, right? Uh, 710, Lasercat, um, Olio. Well, some of those were not, they're not necessarily designer or exotic brands, but there are other brands that I think of that, like, are qual of a quality brand from other markets. Uh, really, they're just. Brands that I know from other markets, to be fair. Viola, right? Viola, they, they push a high-end BHO product. You know, if you know what that is. Um, but yeah, you know, and to tie it in, I mean, really, look, I mean, think about it. Verano, they have a collab with Shavinsky um, out in Illinois. 
Vegas, Nevada. I think it's Nevada, and it's uh, but it's only a cart collab, so it's not like they're running. Sure, genetics, I guess. I mean, I, it's a distillate vape pen. I don't know how it works. I guess the terpene, uh, the my girl, uh, cannabis canine, she fucking explained it to me one time, but I'm, I would have to think it's like a sauce cart using terps from that. But like, I don't know why you wouldn't just like run some of the flour too. But it's for their double barrel. Uh, cart like so for those of you who are like man I really like hitting one vape cart at a time but I wish I had a little brass knuckle shotgun thing to shove in my mouth and hit two vapes at the same time then you should go get the double barrel sounds like it's just for you um that was a free advertising spot for you Verano you're welcome I'm having fun. For those of you who can't tell, I got a little bit of a stick in my ass today. I feel good. Today was a it was a good day. I'm gonna, we can get into that in a minute though. Um, I just want to finish running through some of these IG topics that were of a smaller, a slightly smaller uh, scale in nature. Um, maybe not as much as delving as I uh, anticipate some of the other topics because we're we're just getting rolling, baby. And I'm doing things that are a little out of order than I had it written down, which is good for me. Um, normally, I just fuck things like that up. But there's still time. There is still time. Oh, thank you for those that are still here. Um, but to double up on kind of the most previous question, what brands would you like to see in Maryland? Um, honestly, I would like some Alien Labs. Um... Uh, but that's only because maybe I would like it. It would be cheaper here, uh, given the nature of the expensive price points it is out there. Uh, and if you compare it to a cookies, similar price points, um, we didn't, you know, it would be lower here then. So I would like that. Um, 710 is a brand where at least one of their founding members, not fact-checking, believe his name is Brad, uh, is from Merrill. So I've, I've always heard through industry grapevines, whatever the fuck that means, uh, as somebody that gets inside information, sorry to sound like a fucking douchebag just now, um, that's what I've heard. I don't know if there's any validity to that because the best I get in the DMs when I DM 710 or fucking reply to a story post or whatever the fuck, he, uh, I get like a like, they like your comment, but it's, it's like some generic ass reply. And I don't know if Brad's fucking the one there, but anyway, 710, them being such a high quality, um, company making a great hash, even though they use rock wool, they also do living soil. Uh, if you haven't had the living soil, like even though it leaves a little bit of a char in the banger, the Living Soil Edition water hash, magnifico! Sorry for the poor Italian fucking slanderous accent there. But it is fucking wonderful, and I highly advise trying it if you're out in the Colorado or California markets. Now, the cool thing is about 
either of those is that you're going to be able to get different strand of ours. They're not running the same shit in both spots. And if I can get one of those guys to become friends of the Let's Talk About a Podcast, that is something I'll be sure to ask them. Now, obviously, uh, one of the big things here, hash rosin, hash rosin, hash rosin. How come we don't have hash rosin? Daddy, daddy, hash rosin, I need it now. Right? That's where we're at. Now, you look at hash companies, right? The other one that I would like to see in Maryland would be like a, a laser cat, right? Colorado company. They grow up on the side of the mountain. The shit is flame. And I'm trying to have them also become friends of the Let's Talk About a Podcast. Jess, Panda, one of you guys, I need a plug. Link me. But the reality is those companies, right, because we think about why don't we have any hash rosin here? And why is because it makes more sense to sell the flour as flour instead of wash it into hash. Now, why? Because the yields are not nearly as good. If you need more insight, go to some of my other podcast episodes. I think number nine. But go listen to fucking all of them. Like, subscribe, rate, tell your friends, tell your grandma. And uh, so it makes more sense, especially given the small amounts of... Who are those people? Um, oh, Growers, the short, limited amounts of growers that are here in the Maryland market, it makes more sense to supply it as flour instead of hash rosin. Why would you, I could sell $40 eighths all day, $50 eighths all day, $60 eighths all day, or $100 grams of hash rosin, $120 grams, depending on where you're at, right? $60 and $70 half grams, right? So, no. That's a certain type of consumer. That's a fucking idiot like me. Right? And a lot of other people. But us idiots, we need our hash. Now. Whew. So, one of the reasons that 710 has been successful to this point, And honestly, I mean, based on their branding, their marketing, their social media. I mean, they're my fucking favorite. I like, I get such a boner for 710. And the product is A1. Again, they're not paying me. They don't know me. Their product is the fucking best. I love it. I fucking love it. And uh, I've, I've had it all. The tier twos. The fucking second press. The fucking Percy sauce. Oh, that sauce. Mm. The Percy sauce. The fucking, um, you know, the, the water hash, which is their favorite. They always tell you that. But they, they posted some shit the other day that they were throwing into the trash because it didn't meet their quality standards. It was some stuff that was going to get uh, put in a fucking jars or in a pre-roll with noodles as the crutch uh, or washed into something. And they didn't cure it. They pulled it too early, didn't let it dry long enough, something. They explained the whole process of why they were throwing it all in the trash, but it didn't meet their standards. You know, most companies just run that shit into fucking BHO bullshit. And they don't give a fuck. I've never seen a Maryland company just throwing harvest out. Throwing potential dollars away. They're just throwing dollars away. I've never seen that. That's fucking crazy. And that's why 710 is one of my favorite fucking companies. And probably always will be. But, remember, they grow in Rockwool. That's how you make that sustainable. In a larger sense. But... Like I said, they've incorporated some of the living soil, and that shit is fucking A1. It's all A1. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Find me somebody that wants to talk shit on 710. Enough of 710.
Um, let's see. Have you guys ever seen these apps, right? Like the Citizen app, the Neighborhood app. Ooh. Now, the these apps are like some essentially just like some snitching apps. The neighborhood app is even is probably worse, the worst of the two. Citizens pretty like down to business. It's like, hey, this happened. Police got called. Here's the updates. Here's live video of some fuck with nothing better to do filming it. Um, and the neighborhood one is like more like if you mix that with like Facebook, they're like really bitching about everything. Like I've seen people in the neighborhood app. Straight up, like, doxing people for throwing a cup out the window. I shit you not, a post, a lady was talking about, like, if I knew this fucker, here's his license plate, here's the picture, here's a description of the man, I hope the fucking police get him, I hope somebody looks up his information at the MVA and fucking stabs him in the chest. I have, if I ever found out who this man was, I'm going, I'm taking a ton of garbage and I'm throwing it on his fucking lawn. <laughs> and I swear to God, I replied to her, throw his garbage on the, throw the garbage on his lawn shit. I'm like, you realize like he threw one cup. You're talking about throwing a week and a half's worth of garbage, a, a whole week's worth of garbage for a fucking family of four. That's going to be way more detrimental to the environment and the earth than the one eco-friendly paper, recycled paper Starbucks cup this fucking douchebag threw out of his car. She was like, well, still, it would make me feel good. I was like, you're perpetuating the same type of shit that you're out here bitching that somebody else is doing. It was, people are fucking ridiculous on these apps. Citizen today. I saw the flyest shit ever. Look at my story on the gram. But it said 25 juveniles in a brawl. Police were called to break it up. Like, they literally had a whole mosh pit at the fucking, in the middle of the street. I tried to get over there as soon as I saw it, but I couldn't. I didn't get there in time. All that was left was one BPD officer, and uh, he was he was getting ready to pull off. So, it, uh, it definitely is cool because you can go see, check out what's happening at crimes, and if you're on the... Cop Watch or Mr. Neighborhood or Mr. Fucking Checkpoint app. That's what it is, Mr. Checkpoint. You can rate these police, film the police, which is cool. You know, there just needs to be accountability. The ones that are doing good, you fucking tell them, hey, Officer Johnny's fucking doing great. The one that's planning, sprinkling crack on people, it's like, hey, Officer Jenkins, don't sprinkle crack on these people. It's fucked up. Uh, moving on from these fucking weird apps and the people, but just the people, man. People, people these days are fucking interesting. They just think every little thing should be like out in the open and I share a lot. I do. I'm, I'm a pretty open and honest guy. And I, I like to give people a mix of, of every bit of me, right? Some of the emotional side, some of the, you know, the stupid side, some of the fun side, some of the fucking serious side. Some of the fucking business side. All the sides. But, like, I don't like to share everything. Especially not in my personal life. And, like, it's super annoying 
when people jump to their own conclusions. I'm not some fucking famous person. I'm just a dude that likes to keep people informed and have a good time and smoke some fucking trees, medicate the shit out of myself, link with cool people that are doing cool things and help spread awareness about the stuff they're doing and how they're helping people, cannabis-related or not, right? So, like, mind your own fucking business. Stop, like, being a weirdo and trying to, like, looking at people's personal lives or thinking you know about people's personal lives. Come on, man. Think about it. Think about it before you start fucking doing some shit. Oh, also, I saw... Sorry. I saw one post on Neighborhood. So how do you request a fucking speed camera? How do you request one? Like, you want them to put another fucking speed camera in? And this is, like, in my neighborhood. They want to put... There's already too many... If you go up this one fucking road, within a two-mile stretch, there's probably... Going each direction. Northbound and southbound. Six. I shit you not. Six fucking cameras. Each. Okay, maybe... Maybe only four. But it's four for northbound and four going for the southbound. And they want to put another one? Because you don't like how fast people are going? Yo... Fuck you. You are a special kind of stupid. Ain't the fucking sharpened knife. Why do you want that? Why? Why? The, thinking about these kinds of things are the, is the reason I fucking get high. Why do people think these things? Like, speed cameras are literally, like, one of the worst inventions. Do you know how many fucking speed camera tickets I've gotten? And in D.C., they're the fucking worst. That's an automatic hunt. Right? And depending on how fast you're going, that's a two hunt. And that shit, you don't pay it in 30 days, double up. Right, I've, I've paid all mad fucking tickets. It's bullshit. Right, even these Baltimore thirty dollars ones. Baltimore's better because you could be going a little faster. But DC is like a strict seven through and through. And I think they run twenty four seven. Most of them do. But in DC, they're on some bullshit. Because I know, do you know how many fucking red light stop cameras I've gotten just for pulling up too close to the stop? Or making a perfectly acceptable right turn on red? <sighs> yeah, the one at the Taco Bell on New York Avenue is fucking killer, bro. It's fucking killer, and I cannot stand it. Going fucking out of the city, you have to make sure that you are at least 10 feet behind the line. Because if you even creep up, like, don't even fucking move. I don't care who beeps. I don't care if you can make a red, right turn on red. If you make a right turn on red, you're getting a fucking ticket. If you're within 10 feet, you're probably getting a ticket. Some bullshit. Been going there a long time. That city a long time. I grew up near there. And what they do to fucking people that already don't have a lot of money to pay towards fucking stupid municipal fines for no reason to line some fucking mayor's pockets. Fuck out of here. Some bullshit. Mandy, oh, this one, real quick. Mandy Jane 420, at Mandy Jane 420, one of the meme queens on the interwebs, right? She asked me, can girls make sandwiches in sports bras and leggings? Yes, I say. And the reason I say yes is because it gives them the freedom and flexibility to maneuver to make sandwiches as best they possibly can. As long as they're doing it when they feel comfortable doing it and it's warm enough for them to handle it. Because I don't want any fine young lady catching a cold. 
Moving on. Um, what else did we get? Oh. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Four twenty. Four twenty events. Where are you going? Right, local. We got National Cannabis Fest in DC that has been growing and growing and growing year after year after year. And in its growth has become more expensive to vend at. Uh, has gotten arguably some better performers, maybe some lesser performers. Depends on who you ask on which day. Was a, I was there last year. It was a fucking blast. I had a blast. Uh, fucking Big Baby Bronson was there. Great. Ludacris was there, which was cool. I'd never seen Ludacris, so that was fun. But, like, I definitely wish it was Method Man and Red Man as it is this year. I was thinking, I was debating. Do I go to the Charm City Smoke Fest? I didn't go last year. Seemed like there was some change of plans. Shit got mixed up. They got fucking Dave East performing this year. Right? That's why I fucking like Dave East. Uh, he's into this weed shit. He's somebody I, somebody I believe uh, when it comes to the way that they uh, say they smoke weed and like have weed. I don't believe that with a lot of people, but he's one of the ones I do. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, we'll say. Um, and so I was thinking, like, do I want to go there or should I see if I can somehow like work with them and, and do something cool and partner up in some way, shape, or form? Um, I kind of dropped the ball. It's March, right? But still, trying to decide where I wanted to go. Um, and so I, I just read some shit today from my man Export High Tech, right? Baltimore Hip Hop. You gotta know High Tech. Also, manager of a cannabis dispensary. Unless that's changed in a short period of time. I don't know. Um... I saw a post. I saw him post. And he was posting about, you know, he played the uh, fest last year. He was saying they're not, they're not, they said he could play. Then they said he needed to have his own, like, tent vendor spot. Like, if you got a, a vendor station, um, he could perform. And then apparently they went back on that. I don't know. I'm going based solely off what I read. I haven't talked to them. I'm not trying to. I'm not even trying to start any sort of shit, but I just thought it was interesting, and uh, is it definitely seemed like uh, some unscrupulous business practices, because uh, then there went on to have accusations that it was somebody who has more of a name was going to perform, and I don't think he was talking about Davies, because uh, he also said that they had a bunch of fake followers. So from a marketing perspective, Looking, people getting misled by followers, potentially. Um, I mean, that's an easy tell. Bro, look at their posts. And if there's... Now, you can't judge it sol solely by still pictures, right? Like a uh, like a flyer. Flyer's the least engaged with type of media on Instagram. So, look at, at, at what the, the general theme is, those types of posts, and see what kind of views they're getting. See what types of likes they're getting, right? Then you can kind of evaluate a little better. But anyway, he seemed super upset by it, and uh, it just seemed whack. Like, 
I definitely would like to know, out of being nosy, what the situation is and if if his story holds weight or, you know, or if he did some geek shit. Who fucking knows? But uh, it definitely seemed to have sparked a fire and there may be some cool stuff for the culture coming soon. So we'll fucking see. Um, I know... Uh, I don't really watch a shit ton of fucking TV, but I've been watching this Unabomber in his own words uh, four-part series on the flicks. I've been Netflix and chilling with myself. Um, getting awfully handsy. Violating. Uh, but that shit is fucking intense. I've always liked the Unabomber. Uh, I mean, not like I like him, like we're friends or I know him or anything like that. But, I mean, he had a wild run doing what he did. And he wanted to improve. Um, so, speaking of cool events, I just saw a post today. Uh, saw a post today, right? And I like, I hate to make... I hate to fucking... People just get so salty when I say things, and I don't mean to, like, be a dickhead. But the name of the show is Let's Talk About It. I'm here to open a dialogue, because I want to understand what the fuck is happening. Right? And I'm sure I know that I'm not the only one out here that wants to understand, that wants to fucking get it. And I need people to explain it sometimes. So, you know, plus I like my man Wyatt, but Marilyn Leaf... What is the deal? I saw a flyer today. Oh, man, I saw a flyer today. Uh, for the Maryland Leaf Bowl. Fucking Maryland Leaf Bowl. Now, the Maryland Leaf, for those of you who do not know, is uh, some sort of subdivision off the Oregon Leaf. Similar, comparable publication for Oregon cannabis, right? It's all good. <coughs> Excuse me. Before we get into this, I need some water. Some water. Oh, I Let's get to this. All right, so, excuse me, Maryland Leaf Bowl. Maryland Leaf Bowl. You can get tickets on Mission Ticks. Uh, Mission Ticks actually owes me like 350 bucks. I need to email them. Need my money, Mission Ticks. Every dollar. Pay me my money. In cash, Maryland Leaf Bowl. Held at Mother's Grill sometime in June near my birthday. Gemini season. Uh, you already know. Um, it is, and now this is a quote. I had to go, I went to the Mission Ticks event to look and see what this was all about. Because the way the flyer looked was that this was a, um, a cup of sorts, if you will. A cannabis cup where there was ratings of best products, right? That's it. Excuse me. Maryland's first, the annual, the, the inaugural Maryland Leaf Bowl. Maryland's first medical cannabis competition 
featuring all the top brands in the industry. What industry? Like Maryland? Like just our Maryland industry? Like all the same fucking people? Now, first of all, I assume that Maryland Leaf has some sponsorship shit from different industry uh, industrious companies here in the state. Which, to me, if a company is sponsoring the event, I just, a media event, how do we know these results are not fucking tampered with? How do we know these are fair, unbiased results? How do we know, how do we fucking know? I mean, sure. If we want to say who has the best mids, who has the best greenhouse, there's a topicals category. Best hybrid. I'm trying to think. Who would get fucking best indica watch? Blissful Wizards. It's got to be Dozy 22. 22 22. It's got to be. But, you know, so I'm thinking, right? This is a smoking, this is a smoker's cup. A cup. Maryland's inaugural cup. And you know, you know what we, you know who is what we compare it to, right? And at one of those, you're fucking running around, sampling shit. People are fucking trying shit. It's almost like it's like like a convention center. It's at a big spot. Has to be. This is a mother's bar and grill, and fed chill. What? So you already know. There's no smoking at the bar. I'd assume that I saw there's a VIP area. Right? General admission comes with like four drinks. And it's 35 bucks. VIP, 100 bucks. You get, I guess, the four drinks. Plus access to the buffet. Plus a t-shirt. Plus a goodie bag. Uh, and access to the VIP area. Which I'd assume is a small smoker's area. Which I would assume... Assume, and now I don't want to make an ass out of you or me, but it's outside. It's in Fed Chill. Smoking in a bar, I just am not... I don't know. Are they with the shits? Right? We know that the fucking 8x10 was. Um, so, it says, Winning entries will be available for viewing. You can look at it. Would you look at that... Call somebody fucking call that Bassmaster, man. Would you fucking look at it? That's all you could do is look at it. That's all you could fucking do. Would you, <laughs> yep. <laughs> look at that. That's all you can do. Winning entries will be available for viewing. Like I wanna look at some fucking blissful wizard. Who even has a sativa in, in Maryland? I wanna look at Harvest Cindy ninety nine. Like, what is this, dude? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sure it'll be a fun time. I'm sure it'll be a fun time. Uh, there will be speakers and awards. Right? Speakers and awards, guys. Um, you know, it, it's like, I just don't understand, like, oh, some of the cultural shit going on here in Maryland is just so corny. Just fucking corny, dude. 
And uh, and I get that people's intentions are good, some of them, but other people's are just fucking goofy. People have a lot of weird intentions, man. A lot of fucking weird insecurities that they need. They think the cannabis fucking clout is is going to help them like feel better about themselves. And uh, I just don't... I just hope that people can get fucking great. And I'm not talking about the leaf. I'm, I'm scampering off into some other shit. But I did go to a cool event the other day. We went on a fucking hike at the state park. Tapsco. It was fun. We went to the where the waterfall used to be. We went to the other waterfall. Um, smoked some weed. Had got some funny looks from the Ellicott Cityers. And uh, it was a blast, man. It was a fucking blast. <sighs> wow. Um, so I think... I'm just about ready to wrap it up. Uh, thanks again uh, to the companies that are uh, are keeping me right right now. The uh, some creme brulee, whole plant, fresh frozen from the Bud Smith. Grind it up, the monkey. Fucking vibing over here. Hemp vibes, you know the fucking vibe. RS11, Doja Gang. Alright, runs it up, man. Um, hey, and so, I'm gonna leave you with this. Some things to think about as the fucking coronavirus is running rampant everywhere. All the only thing that's trending on fucking Twitter is coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Um, and, and really it's like, okay, you're mad about three people that have died in the U.S. about, from the coronavirus, but you're not mad about the 22 veterans that kill themselves every day because they're fucking, you know, PTSD depressed they had to get rewired and fucking destroy or killing human killing machines let's put 2.5 billion towards that huh let's fucking think about this realist logically has anyone been hearing about cases of the coronavirus in Russia nah didn't think so <sighs> call me fucking crazy man I'm not worried about a coronavirus wash your fucking hands you dirty motherfuckers Ew, it's the, I want to know I would say it's a bunch of fucking wooks up in Humboldt, right up on the fucking hill, not washing their hands, scratching their fucking balls, eat, sharing fucking food, sharing fucking whatever in close quarters, spreading it all around to each other and infecting regular normal humans. But I do not believe that cannabis users are fucking uh, struggling with the coronavirus. You know why? Because of all the different things that the goddamn cannabis plant can do regulating your goddamn endocannabinoid system thumping the shit out of those cannabinoid receptors and getting it fucking done you know I mean you create a homeostasis within your body every time that you fucking use cannabis whether you got it from a rec shop or a fucking dude on the street or the medical dispensary you know some things you can do to not spread the coronavirus or not get it Fucking use a mouthpiece. Go to fucking uh, piece of sunshine in Cadesville, piece of Crofton in Crofton. Uh, probably Brookland Smoke Shop in DC. Probably, um, you know, Capital Hemp. I'm sure has them. You can get them fucking everywhere. Get the mouthpiece. I don't remember the name of the brand. I'm, but I'm telling you, I use it. I have the, the first one. They came out with the new one. It's way fucking smoother. But just don't... 
I saw somebody passing a J around with the mouthpiece on it. Don't do that. The mouthpiece is for you. When the J comes to you, you stick it in there, and then you don't have to put your mouth. It's like a dental dam for smoking. You do it with your bong. You can do it with a puffco. You can do it with anything. Anything you put your fucking mind to. So get them out. That's an easy way to not transmit the coronavirus. Another way. Wash your fucking hands, you dirty bastards. Stop scratching your balls and not washing your hands. Stop doing the dirty things to you. Mom's an infection control practitioner in fucking D.C. at a hospital. And she is a beast. So I wash my hands for 30 seconds plus. That's all you gotta do. 30 seconds every time you wash them. Wash them. Um, she would actually be really proud of me for saying that. So it's good to get a win. Um, other things to do to prevent the coronavirus. Ingest some citrusy shit, man. Get some vitamins. And not just taking a vitamin, but actually eat some fruits and vegetables. And it's like, you know, I'm talking to myself too. Put down the fucking Taco Bell, you fuck. And eat a vegetable. One. Eat any of them. Um, I mean, think about all the things that you would do for the flu. Except for get a flu shot. Don't fucking do that. Leave that shit alone. Leave that shit alone. No flu shot. Do all the other things you're supposed to fucking do. Drink fucking lemon, ginger, honey, tea. Find somebody that makes some infused honey. Right? Fucking, I don't care who they are. Find some infused honey. Elevated, uh, elevated fucking whatever it is. Get elevated. Tone. Big tone. If you fucking want some, uh, infused honey, you let me know and I will fucking link you to the guy. He is that dude. Big tone. Um, yes. So, let's run through it again. Coronavirus. Can cannabis users even get it? Get your If you're scared that your grandma's immune system might be compromised, get her a fucking, get her a blunt stat. If you think that your fucking homies, uh, uh, you know, if you know, if you think that your homies, a dirty bastard and you know he doesn't wash his hands, get him some fucking antibacterial um, hand sanding. And get them the kind with aloe, too, so they're nice and soft and not dried out. Come on, you don't want your homie to have dried out hands. Get them ones that are effective and, and helping them stay moisturized as well. And these are our friends, our family, the people we interact with uh, consistently. If you got kids, wash their hands. I'm talking to me, too. Kids are, everybody knows, kids are dirty little bastards. Fucking germ warriors. They bring all sorts of snot home. I don't even know where this snot comes from. Oh, your cousin? Oh, shit. Oh, the fucking preschool? Damn it. So look. Get it done, man. Stay safe out there. They're trying to make coronavirus this thing. It's fucking insane. Russia doesn't have it. Why doesn't Russia have it? Let's fucking look that up. How many... Let's find some statistics ASAP. Um, you guys are on a mission, right? Bring back some statistics about Russia and the coronavirus and what their death rate is right now and infection rate. Right? We need answers. America, wake up. If you voted, hopefully you voted for Bernie. It's like, you know, oh, I'm going to do this bad thing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Just on the off chance there is a heaven. You know? It's like, uh, maybe you should. If you vote, vote for Bernie. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but uh, I'm getting ready to sign it off. Uh, please, we don't have a fee. Now, well, I'm actually getting ready to jump into... Uh, the Sean Scott interview, but 
It is a reminder. We don't fucking use a fee. I stole this from my man, Eddie Frisella. But if you enjoyed this podcast and have enjoyed it or gotten enjoyment out of any of my content, please, please, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and rate a goddamn five stars for this podcast. We need to beat Joe Rogan. Uh, rate five stars, subscribe, so that way you don't even need to worry about, hey, I wonder, you don't even need to think, you don't even need to be that dude walking down the street thinking to yourself, oh, I wonder if there's a new Lord Baltimore podcast to listen to. And then you look at your phone, you got three backed up waiting. Because you haven't even fucking, you haven't, you didn't subscribe. And when you subscribe, your phone automatically downloads download it. And it'll let you know, hey, I downloaded this for you, bud. I know you like it so much. And you do. So let's get that done. And so look, please, without further ado, I'm fucking, I'm bringing on my man, Sean Scott. We recorded up in New York City. Right overlooking at the on his rooftop fucking patio, overlooking the Hudson. It was goddamn beautiful. Excellent architecture. My man is doing some cool things, primarily changing his life and utilizing cannabis to help him get through it. And I know for me, when when I was still using, uh, it was difficult for me to like look at people who had a lot of clean time uh, and like relate you know it's like motherfucker you ain't out here in these streets you don't know how fucking shit is right but like when you listen to some dudes that you know when I heard some dudes that had a year clean that were my age or even a little younger that shit was inspirational right that shit was I could bridge that gap I could say a year that's not that bad that's not that bad at all and so I put days together and so you know to me they say 90 days, it takes 90 days to create a habit. My man had 90 days clean, uh, and, and I wanted to share some of his story with you, and I wanted him to share his story with you. So um, without further ado, I'm going to put on Sean Scott. What's happening, fam? It is your boy, the Sultan of Sativa, the Ayatollah of Indica, the Bobby Fisher of BHO, also known as Johnny Hash, also known as Rosin Hood, Lord Bonktomore. Welcome to a new episode of Let's Talk About It. I am here today uh, with my man, Instagram name, Sean Scott. Hey, what's going on? Is that your actual name? Is that your last name? Is that your just a first and middle name? Or are those just two names? Uh, that is a that is a first and middle name. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we don't need your last name. <laughs> um, say it a little louder into my shirt, please. Um, uh, that was a joke. <laughs> We're recording live uh, up here in at the top of Hell's Kitchen, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful view. What is this? Is this the Hudson River? Uh, this is the Hudson River, and uh, we're here on uh, uh, 57th Street, and right in the heart of Midtown, and uh, very top part of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it's a beautiful view. Do you ever swim in the Hudson? 
Uh, hell no. <laughs> the only reason I ask that is because George Carlin used to swim in the Hudson. Oh, we have company. That's sweet. I don't care. Like I said, we're live. We're just doing it. You're right on. If people want to listen and gather up, oh, I think that guy might be going away. Oh, well, now he's coming back. Okay, it's fine. Either way, it is a beautiful view. Uh, what's on the other side? Is that New Jersey? Uh, yes. Yeah, I believe that's Hoboken. Oh. Huh. I feel like I know that from old mob movies. <laughs> you had to go to Hell's Kitchen in, in fucking Godfather. That's where they dropped what's-his-name-off to get on the boat. Right on. Michael. Miles and Michael had to go on the boat after the famous fucking restaurant scene. That's Tony Soprano's favorite scene in The Godfather. So, look, enough about that. Um, I wanted to mix it up, do something a little different today. Um... Sean and I have become friends uh, via the DMs on the gram. He's messaged me back and forth countless times, and uh, we've gotten to develop a little bit of a friendship, and I think he has a cool story, does some cool stuff, uh, and I think it's time for him to share a little bit of it with you. And without any further ado, Sean. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Yeah, so... um yeah, well, a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a fire performance photographer, and uh, I've been uh, around here in New York City uh, taking photographs for about 20 years. And, um, yeah, uh, I had uh, kind of come to a, a spot in my life where um, I, uh, I found myself stuck, and I was... I was uh, um, so I was struggling with alcohol addiction. And it was, it was really, really bad. It's like, I don't think like, you know, like nobody wakes up in the morning and says, Hey, you know, it's like, I'm going to be a drunk. Or, no. Uh, you know, I'm going to be an addict. You know, no. it just, it's something that, you know, you find yourself in, uh, cause it's a disease of perception, you know? And, um, so, um, I wanted to quit and I kept breaking promises to myself and, and, and it got really, really dark. You know, uh, you know, I started losing friends, very close friends, friends that I'd had since grade school. Um, because I was blacking out, I would drink while having conversations with people on the phone, black out and come to maybe once or twice during the conversation. Um, usually if someone got pissed off, like, you ever, you ever have those conversations where it's like you're having a good time, then all of a sudden the tone all changes and you're like, well, wait, wait, did, yeah. did I just say something? Yeah. You know, and uh, well, imagine coming to feeling that and like you know hearing goodbye and uh this is real good like i said real close friend of mine uh you know ride or die friend and i didn't hear from him for months you know we, we actually just spoke today uh today it's like i've 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 been nine days alcohol free Woo! and thank you thank 90 you 90 days and uh that's, that's a new habit you know and it's I, I i really have to you know i was having a tough time because you know cannabis is i, I use cannabis as medicine um you know, I have a, uh, you know, like like a lot of Americans, I have, you know, a chronic, dis- you know, thing. Uh, and uh, the prescription medications cause more side effects uh, for no me. No question. And after trying, you know, multiple different uh, pills, seeing multiple different doctors and going through multiple different... When we're talking about side effects, you know, it's like we're talking about like something that impairs you cognitively. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it's really tough to, 
maintain any type of sense of profession, you know, where you have to interact with the public all the time. You know, if you're word searching, that becomes very, very visible. Mm -hmm. And that's what was happening to me, you know, and I was in a place where people were coming to me, uh, expecting me to diagnose, okay, I'm not a doctor. I'm not actually diagnosing a human being being mm -hmm. drunk. I just want to say that, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I, 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 I also do technical repair and people would come to me with the devices and ask me to diagnose it. And usually when someone's walked through the door and they're at that point where they want to hand over their device to you and say, what's wrong? They're in a panic situation. They need that shit. They got a podcast that has to go live. You know, they, they called all their friends. They tried every, they read through the forums. You're the final thing and they've waited. Yeah. Right. So. They've tried restarting it 10 times. Yeah, yeah, and all the thing you know is there, and, and I'm uh, I've always been uh, super conscientious of that, being a photographer, and having had that happen, you know, in my life, um, you know, so the the last thing you want to do is like hesitate, you know, and uh, you know I'm on on these medications, and it's like I can clearly see what I want to say. Right, right. I know what the words look like but I can't figure out how to say them. All right, and I'm not going to pick on any particular pharmaceutical here because there was a problem, but um, yeah, if you, if, you, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. So, I know. Um, and uh, you know, that same friend I was telling you about earlier um, helped me out. I was actually, I, I had uh, been, uh, um, you know, clean, uh, alcohol-free, uh, substance-free for four years straight. I was doing the Alcoholics Anonymous program. Right. And going through that and going through the 12 steps and a sponsor and, you know, I was engaged in fellowship. And, you know, and I was doing all the things. And, uh, you know, um, but I still had a relapse. And it really took me a good 10 years to walk back into... AA, like I said, you know, I was, I was crawling at that point. Was that and an embarrassment thing, was, thing or? No, the thing was, was, was that I was, I was still using cannabis, not in like an addiction alcoholic type of way. I'm actually kind of a lightweight, most of my friends. Right, right. Uh, um, so, but uh, um, that was an issue because I, you yeah. know, I would hear like, oh, you're going to be smoking crack cocaine in 15 minutes. If you, I'm like, I, I, I've never smoked crack. Why would I do that? You know, like, Why would I do that? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me. I mean, I, I get I get the logic of your inhibitions might be lowered and you're more likely to go do something, but you know, opportunity and desire meeting are that I don't think that weed or cannabis has anything to do with that, especially at a point now in 2020 when there's so many ways to medicate that people are getting their med card in the program. Right. You know, like. Uh, I only know this because a friend of mine still in the program told me that his sponsor has his med card and recently like came out to him about it. Oh, that's beautiful. And was like, look, that's you know, I, I don't know what I've, I need to be honest with you. Like I've got my med card and I use, you know, cannabis as medication. And, uh, I mean, when they make shit that's like a five and 10 milligram edible type stuff or, you know, it's like, it's easy to kind of dose yourself in these types of fashions. And so, I think it's, while I'm not really a small dose guy, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
that's good for people who are, you know, who are clean and are want to reduce pharmaceutical use. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I have a little part of my story. I, 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 pre- I don't know if I previously shared, but, uh, you know, at the time I was, uh, you know, there was benzos. Yeah. Uh, I was being prescribed like 90 benzos. I feel like everybody was, you know, uh, 90, 90 opiates a month. Yeah. Uh, on top of that. And, you know, another medication, uh, so, but yeah, I was able to get off of all of that using cannabis and, uh, it, uh, it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Um, and I was able to, uh, uh, to cut that out of my life. But the only thing was alcohol. Alcohol was always there. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, I am so sorry for making such a short story so long. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, if, I do but, apologize for it. Um, I wanted to get to like where you and I actually connected. I reached out to you because that was, that was the moment everything changed for me. It really was, man. Uh, so, you know, I I was looking for. I knew that uh, the Lord here had, uh, you know, I had uh, issues um, with uh, opiates before, and uh, you know, he had this ama- amazing life. I'm seeing, you know, on, on Instagram. You it's know? all so you're, lie. You're, 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 <laughs> you know, you turn it up, man. You turn it up. And it was, it's real cool. Um, and uh, I just like, well, so I reached out to him like, how the hell do I, you know, I, I, I feel embarrassed walking into AA, you know, uh, if I'm using cannabis. And I believe the thing that cut through the fog, because you know when you're like right there, and yeah. you've got like, it, you're an angst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you're angry at everything. It's, Fuck yeah! You're, just, you're angry at you, but you're, you're miserable about you know. It's like 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 a, a you're taking a snowflake as an offense, you know. Like, like right there, like god damn it! And like I should get a medal for every day that I'm I'm here because fuck this. And facts. The thing that 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 you said that 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 cut through all that was like you know, dude, you can walk into an AA meeting stoned out of your fucking mind. And no one or tripping balls. The only requirement is a desire to stop drinking alcohol. And that just went, uh. And I, um, I poured out all my alcohol. And then I found all my hidden bottles and I poured all that shit out and I took it all out. And that was, that was. For an alcoholic, that's one of the hardest things to do. That was, that was the, I, I needed Pouring to do it, it like right away. Yeah. Because I were feeling it. my mind. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I, and it was, it was scary. You know, I didn't know what to do. And I, I walked in and, you know, and that I spent, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was, thank you. <laughs> and that's, yeah, uh, you, you, and you and I hadn't really talked previously. You, you spent like half an hour. Like, I, Wow, I'm just, thank you. I mean, you know, for me, it's always about how can I help somebody else? It's like, you know, I've been through it. And while it was a while ago, that shit is still fresh in my mind. Like it was yesterday. I still feel the, I can still feel the embarrassment of like walking into a meeting and like not knowing anybody or like being cool doesn't fucking matter. Like and just feeling desperate and wanting to not shoot dope. 
Like, it just was that simple. And, uh, you know, I got super involved. And obviously, I, I lost touch with that. And while I still communicate and, and I'm connected to some people from my network that know and love me, like, it's it's important for me to still live with those types of principles in mind, you know, and right, right. Absolutely. You know, helping somebody is, is always a key. And if that's what is going to help you, I mean, all I'm doing is sharing my experience. If I can take a couple minutes, I mean, I just hope that one day, you know, God forbid you take a couple minutes if I need it. Right. Like we always got to look out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, I mean, I think, you know, as, uh, as people in recovery, you know, it's like we, we kind of walk through life when, you know, and above and one hand below, you know, holding on to other people like a chain link fence moving forward. That's, that's my visual. That's how we do it. That's know? a good, uh, good analogy. And, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you're a little high, higher on the fence, sometimes you're a little bit lower. It's, it's, it's life. Man. But you're still a part of the fence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You start, you're part of the woven cloth. And, and you know, through you, I've, I've met other people who are going through the same challenges and, you know, not feeling alone has been been really, really key. Um, do you mind if I touch on what it's like right now? No. Please, please. Dude, like, yeah, so... Um, like, 90 days clean. Oh, man. Beautiful view. What is it like? How does it feel? I feel I feel grateful. I feel grateful every single day that I wake up, you know, and it's like... I've got... I got some food in my fridge. It's like a warm place. And, uh, you know, I got a couple of bucks in my pocket, you know, and uh, I'm going to be all right, like right now. Um, and, uh, but it feels like hope. It feels like, you know, I can, I can do the things I want to do, you know, and uh, that's, that's, that's like priceless. You know, people started to smile at me. Um, instead of like hiding their eyes and I'm not talking about like people that I would know I'm talking about people on the street would just kind of like they, they used to move over for me a little bit not that I was drunk yeah it's just that I was just you know like, shambling blah. That and like now it's like I can walk with my, my head high and people come up they give me a high five and they're like they want me to come over for dinner and shit you know it's it's do stuff it's cool so um, can you I, I just think about you know, they say 21 days, but like the reality is it takes like 90 days to create a habit. Right. Right. And so like you for the last 90 days have been cultivating the habit of not putting shit in your body that is killing you fucking every day. I mean, obviously we don't, we don't need to really focus on the problems because there's enough solutions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I just am always so proud to see other people, you know, cause like you said, I mean, we're part of the same, same links on a, on a chain fence. Right. On. <laughs> and I love it. Right. Cause I, I've never heard that before, but it's just so true because it doesn't matter if you're at the top or the bottom, regardless, you still need every other link around you or else you're fucked. Right. You know, and, uh, they say a grateful addict will never use. So for me, that's just something I have to keep in the forefront and gratitude is not about just saying, Oh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I've learned that gratitude is an action word. So it's like, if I say that I'm (laughs) grateful, how am I showing that I'm grateful? If I'm grateful for, for other people, how am I showing those people that I'm grateful for them? And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for you to reach out. Thank you for reaching out to me. 
um, you know, it felt like it was important to talk to you and come link. And uh, you've shown me I'm such so a, humbled, man. such Thank a beautiful you. <laughs> view uh, and shared your home with me. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, it's not every day someone can say they got saved by the Lord. Ah. All right, man. On that note, I'm shutting it down. We're done. We're done. Sean, thank you so much, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I thank appreciate you for having you. me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I will uh, I will talk to you soon. I'm going to shut it down. Um, yeah, keep up the good work, man. Oh, absolutely. That's... You keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, thank you. And that will be it.